0: Hi everyone. Welcome to People Keeping Promises, the art of building culture, a podcast created for the team at Reed's Heritage Homes and Sherwood Homes, where we are passionate about creating a positive, welcoming and motivational corporate culture so that we can provide the best experience for our homeowners. I'm your host, Jennifer Muller, and I'm so excited to get this ball rolling. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another podcast episode. Today, I am so excited to be chatting with Deanna Rowe, and Deanna is a development manager in the land development department. And I am so excited that you have taken some time out of your schedule today to chat with us. I'm really looking forward to the conversation, so welcome Deanna. Thank you so much, thank you for having me. Absolutely, anytime. Okay, so Deanna, why don't you give us an idea of what your role looks like and uh, all that it entails, some of the projects that you're working on and what you're up to in the land development department.
1: For sure so um, as you mentioned I'm a development manager on the land development team Um, currently and kind of day-to-day although there is really no day-to-day but um, it's uh, working on approvals and entitlements for our sites so kind of the zoning and the uh, site application process um, all that fun stuff to get the site ready to develop.
0: Awesome. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So what um, projects specifically are you working on? Some of the communities that our team members might be familiar with uh, that are coming down the pipe? Or are you also working on some existing projects too? Or are you just doing projects that are coming
1: Uh, A bit of both, actually. So um, because um, of our team and our size, we all kind of have a hand in everything, which is really nice. So you kind of get to know all the projects that we're working on at at various stages. Um, So currently myself, I'm working on um, the closing stuff for Royal Windsor. Oh, cool. Um, I'm working on Poet in Perth. Awesome. And as well as Sunrise Grove in Fergus and Mill Street Junction
0: in Milverton. Oh, awesome! So that's a really good, like, well-rounded view of what we've got going on. Some yeah. mid-rise, some low-rise, existing sites, some that's coming down the pipe later on this year. That's really exciting. Exactly, exactly. And all each site has a little bit of everything to it as yeah. well. Not
1: one site is like the other. So exactly. it, it keeps it really exciting.
0: Oh, for sure, amazing. Yeah. So you've been with our team for about eight months now, I think.
1: I'm um, coming up to it. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah time really flies. so you having fun. <laughs> oh, totally. So yeah. what is it like working with a team? Have you had that experience in the past? Are you used to working with a company of this size? And what is it like working with land development? I know you guys are a really fun bunch. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, they're a great team. Shout out to land development. Yeah. They're awesome. Um, great group of guys to work with. So Kevin, Jeff, Andrew, Satmir, Scott, yeah. great team to work with. Everybody has their own set of skills and right. their own expertise. And so it's really great because we can all draw on each other for yeah. information and figure out things together. Um, I love working on a team like this. I've never worked on a team that has a different skill set with each individual. So it's oh. amazing. It's, yeah. yeah, It's a great team and they've been
0: welcoming since day one. And yeah, just a great group to work with awesome that's really really nice it must be nice to to be exposed to that because I feel like that's one of the best ways to expand your own skill set right is to be able to learn from people who have experience in areas that you don't and then you kind of get to put your toe in the water and and learn from them too right exactly exactly yeah you said it perfectly yeah yeah so what are you most excited for this coming year um, in terms of your professional sort of milestones or anything that you've got going on um, this coming year
1: well um kind Kind of just drawing back to our last uh, question there, I'm excited to continue to learn from my team, um, learn about all these different areas that I haven't had as much exposure to. Um, My background's a little bit different, more of like a high-rise residential background in downtown Toronto. So it's very different from our communities here, but very exciting. It's really nice to see these communities coming to life, Um, seeing some people, you know, having their first home there or, you know, downsizing there, just seeing all these different types of lifestyles and communities and friendships that will come of it and yeah it's just really exciting knowing that you've had a hand in that.
0: Oh for sure so you mentioned your experience and your background can you Mm -hmm. give us some insight because I know a little bit about it and it's really interesting to me (laughs) because you've got such a well-rounded sort of experience of your skill set and I think it's really interesting so why don't you give us some uh, insight into what you were up to in the past in your previous roles and how you got here today.
1: For sure yeah so um, Um, I've been in this industry for almost a decade now. I started as an administrative assistant um, for the real estate development team that I was working with. They, it was a builder and developer just like us. And um, I basically, I was on such a small team. It was myself and just the VP and the director. So I was able to wear so many different hats and learn so many different things. I was you know, one day doing PDIs or the next day sitting with the marketing team talking about launches. And then the next day sitting with our all of our engineers working on the design and getting ready for SPA. And so it was very every day was different, and I was learning something every single day and um, Eventually, I kind of veered towards that residential side more and more and was working on our high rise towers downtown so um, was working on that. And then I moved to Cambridge and I got lucky enough to be hired by this wonderful company and Amazing. now growing my
0: career here. That's so fantastic. And I know you have, um, like I say, tons of experience in all of these different departments, but well, first of all, my first thought is if we need help in marketing, I'm going to call Deanna. Oh, if we yeah. need
1: help in the... put on my marketing hat. Yeah. Or, and Tarion, yeah. if <laughs> exactly. we need help in warranty,
0: this is great. I know how to For call. Sure.
1: It definitely <laughs> helps when you can see, when you've had experience and exposure in all those different areas, it really helps you see the bigger picture yeah so when I'm you know filling out an application for something it's not just filling out an application right filling out to get us to that next step to yeah. get to that next step and then to see that big picture and and know where all those parts need to come in
0: so oh, for sure it's
1: really beneficial and really helpful to to know all those stages and have a little bit of experience in all of that
0: oh absolutely like we've even talked about that from uh an onboarding perspective that mm-hmm. it might be a really nice idea to have sort of exposure to different departments as you you know join the team and just be able to sort of sit in with someone for a morning or a meeting or something to see what they exactly do and then how your role might impact them because Absolutely. you know we talk about that all the time in the customer experience initiative and so on that you know, we've all have the customer in mind, but then every person sort of has the opportunity to identify who the customer is to them, mm-hmm. and it could be someone at a municipality, it could be a tradesperson, it could be you know one of our partners, um, and then of course our you know customer at the end of the day who's moving into the homes that we're building. But all of those touch points are opportunities to sort of make it. I like to think that you have an opportunity to make the handoff or the transition for the person who's taking on, you know, once you've passed the baton to make that as, you know, the transition as smooth as possible. So it's really nice that you get to have that exposure and understanding. And it's that one step further, like thought, okay, what could they possibly need? And maybe they don't need it right now, but at least I have that in my mind. So I can, my mind's open to the possibility that they may need something in a different way, right?
1: Exactly, exactly. It's setting it up from the initial stages to kind of avoid Uh, conflict later on down the line because you can see it yeah absolutely
0: and that's the the beauty too of the land development department is that you really are probably one of the only departments that's so involved from like before we even start mm-hmm. in a site, and then all the way through to after, yeah. you know, we're Whole all circle. completed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's kind of uh, nice.
1: Exa- it's super exciting.
0: Yeah, yeah. you get to see
1: it at the beginning, and then obviously you can check in on it at uh, the touch points throughout the process, and then again at the end, and yeah. kind of it's like bookends.
0: Yeah, it's perfect. That's <laughs> yeah. really nice. I yeah. love that. <laughs> so what sorts of things are you thinking about when you are working on these neighborhoods or communities or, you know, plans when you're getting them ready to submit to the municipalities or the cities or whatever process uh, you're working on? What sorts of things are you thinking about when designing these neighborhoods?
1: I think overall thinking of the goal of um, making people happy and, and that doesn't just go to the end customer at the end the end client and person is going to be moving into the home but everyone along the way the municipalities those communities what do they want to see what do they want to be proud of that's within their community Um, you know and and then with the customer as well moving into the home you want them to love their home you want them to love their community around you want them to feel comfortable and you want them to have a long happy life there if they choose to or at least right. for whatever portion of their life they choose to be there that they're happy doing so so um, ultimately thinking about the bigger goal and the bigger bigger purpose yeah. and all the relationships that you're building along the way
0: yeah well. that's exactly I just wrote down relationships too yeah. <laughs> because I'm sure that's a huge part of your role oh,
1: absolutely They can make or break you sometimes.
0: Oh, for sure. (laughs) I mean, that's a real lesson to Mm -hmm. to keep in mind because it's really true. And that's so important to, you know, to make sure that you have that when you're encountering, you know, a new person that you've never worked with or someone Mm -hmm. that you've had the pleasure of working with in the past. Those relationships are so integral.
1: Absolutely. And you learn something from all of them as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you have that, you know, if you can mm-hmm. think to someone, okay, what can I provide to them? How can I, you know, help them along the way? And what can I learn from them? And if you have a great relationship, usually people are more than happy to, oh, to yeah. bring you along and Absolutely. and help. And then, of course, you know, if you have a favor, they can help you out. And, and the same, it goes both ways, right? For sure.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Uh, so I think about that when, I mean, I'm not the one doing it, so I could have a different perspective, but it seems to me because I get little snippets, um, you know, it, as my, in my role and as the progress of the community sort of carries on, it seems like it's, there's a lot of challenges, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but it's almost like a bit of a puzzle or a game, or at least you could maybe think of it that way. Again, I'm not the one doing it, so no, other people might right. disagree, but it, it I th- think it's kind of interesting because you've got this set of parameters, almost like guidelines Mm -hmm. that are outlined, you know, within a municipality or within, you know, broader um, scope with our province and so on. But it's like that finesse of making sure that everything is in alignment and works out. And then, you know, you've got some outliers I'm sure that come into play that are a little bit unique for each development and so on so
1: yeah so it it is like a puzzle it's also like you know when you're stacking those dominoes and you want to hit that one so the rest of them go yeah it's like that so sometimes you're waiting on that one to hit to get (laughs) everything going and then it's also I just thought of this now kind of like chess as well because every move you're thinking of all the ones coming up after that so it's like A ton of games in one. (laughs) So no, it keeps
0: it really exciting, though. No, for sure. Well, it sounds like it's a party over. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh,
1: you have no idea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of detail. It's a Mm -hmm. lot of attention to detail, and it's also a bit of a long game. Yeah, it can be absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 When I hear the dates, especially when I'm you know chatting with people about the hearings and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, and you think, okay, this submission is for an all of this work sort of you know we've got one date in mind for you to prepare and then it's you better hope that it goes through and if not again it's that challenge component right of of finessing to make sure that the project goes forward
1: exactly exactly
0: but the best thing to do I think when we keep
1: hitting those challenges or those dates that keep getting pushed out or you know maybe that one council member who doesn't exactly always agree or right um it's best to think of it as a learning opportunity yeah it's it's kind of the best way and then figure out how to navigate around that as frustrating as it could be or challenging but how to navigate around that through that and right. then how
0: to keep that in mind for the next time yeah well. absolutely Okay, so speaking of challenges, we chatted about this a little bit earlier, and you know that I typically ask for an aphorism or expression that you love. Do you have one that you'd like to share with us? Great
1: segue. <laughs> Thank <laughs> I you. Do- <laughs> I do. Um, so it's about challenges, actually. Um, I heard it in a podcast, and it was, um, I just feel like it's super relatable to um, you know work life, personal life, big matters, small matters. Um, it's essentially... It's not about the challenge that you're going through, but it's how you go through it and how you come out of it. Right. So again, just going back to kind of what we were talking about, you face a challenge with a development if someone doesn't agree with something how are you going to get through that yeah you're not going to kibosh the whole project you're going to keep going and you're going to learn from it and you're going to apply it to the next one yeah and the same can apply to to everyday life as well so you come out of every challenge learning something from it and I think it's just ultimately using it as a learning opportunity and a chance to grow and
0: evolve as opposed to something that's going to knock you down and yeah, stop you from p-
1: progressing in, in anything.
0: Yeah. Well, that's s- similar to that book that I've referenced a couple of times, but it's just so perfect um, to what you're saying because uh, it's the happiness advantage by Sean Acor. And he talks about that, like your predictor of your performance at work or your success at work is determined um, by 70% based on how you see how you frame sort of stress in your mind, Mm -hmm. and if you see stress as a challenge. So only 30% of your success at work is predicted by your IQ or your experience or your, you know, education, it really is about how you handle stuff. So that's exactly what you're saying. I mean, if you have the mindset of thinking, especially, I also, you've got to sort of acknowledge something. I feel like Mm -hmm. you have to, in your role, it's like you have to say, we know that we're going to get these challenges. It's no surprise to us. Every time we submit something, there's going to be comments back. So it's just almost like a fact of life. You've got to accept it. It's shocking when you don't. Right. So there (laughs) you go. So it really is something that you've got to accept and Mm -hmm. acknowledge and then figure out how to work with as opposed to working against this concept right
1: exactly and it can apply in anything parenting you know you tried to teach that lesson this way didn't go so well (laughs) (laughs) and then so you're gonna take that on board and maybe try another way next time so it can be applied in in so many different aspects of
0: life I think yeah And that's why I love it because you can just sort of remind yourself even when you're in the weeds or somewhat frustrated. Mm. It's not to say that just because you can view stress as a challenge doesn't mean it still, you know, won't be frustrating Mm. or won't be time consuming. Like there's all those things, but that reframe in your mind, like, okay, I can do this. I've just got to think about it another way, tackle it another way.
1: Exactly. Exactly. That's it. It's taking that step back and looking at it in that light for sure.
0: Uh, Okay, so I also know that you are a fan of podcasts yourself. Mm -hmm. So do you have a recommendation for our team?
1: I do, I do. Um, I discovered it when, um, I mean, as you know, we don't get a lot of time as moms and as parents to sit down and listen to loads of podcasts or do anything really. Um, So (laughs) I really did want to start listening to podcasts. So um, I started listening to one that I felt like was super easy to get through and it is, it's called Seven Good Minutes of Daily Self-Improvement and there's hundreds of episodes they go from anywhere subject wise to you know how to improve your focus or right. how to manage stress how to sleep better and yeah. it's literally 7 minutes and oh. you so i mean, you can find 7 minutes anywhere even if you just need a little break and give sure. your your brain a little break go for a walk you can pop on a 7 minute podcast and i just find they're such a great motivator yeah. and they're so easy to get through and you know, you don't trail off thinking of other things. You actually right. do listen to this seven minutes, seven good minutes, and, and yeah. it's great advice
0: yeah right to the point yeah you get I love it too that's a really good one
1: I've recommended it to a few people here actually because yeah. it, it's such an easy
0: listen yeah and I
1: think it's a great uh like entryway into podcasts totally that was the first one that I listened to and now I'm able to listen to more
0: yeah yeah I totally know what you're saying because even from a commute perspective and mm-hmm. like there's a lot of great content out there but it can get overwhelming and then mm-hmm. I also find if I can't um get back to it then I'm like what were they talking about I <laughs> have to remind exactly. myself so some of them were like an hour right oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, you yeah. To so pause, this is a good the,
1: yeah so this is seven minutes and yeah it's it's a great way to like start your day get pumped up yeah. or even yeah a little pump up during the day it's it's yeah amazing and there's a topic I feel like for everybody on totally.
0: there totally yeah. uh, it sort of reminds me of another one I actually can't remember how long these episodes are so it's not similar in that way I think they're about 30 minutes but mm-hmm. there's one called stuff you should know oh and it's like it's, it reminds me of what you're suggesting just based on the topics because it's like literally everything under the sun and it's really interesting, not necessarily like facts, like it's not like a trivia thing, mm-hmm. but it's just like things you should know um, and the topics are so wide. The the range is just amazing. So, so for it's, everyone. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It, you're like, well, I should know this. I feel like it's a good conversation starter too. <laughs> That's great. I'll have to check that one out. Well, there you go. <laughs> okay, thank you so much for the chat. I really enjoyed it. I'm so glad you took some time out of your busy day uh, to chat with me. And I know our team will love listening to it. So thank you so much for your time today, Deanna. Thank you so much. It was super fun. Yay. That was great. Okay. (laughs) I hope everyone has a wonderful day. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye. just press record again I'm really hoping this works fingers crossed I think the settings are all good okay we're ready to roll okay okay I have to get into like my podcast voice (laughs) hi everyone and welcome back to another podcast episode today I am so excited to be chatting with Deanna Rowe Deanna is a development manager within the land development partner um partner okay let's Give it a whirl one more time. I hope that's not like a foreshadowing. (laughs) No, it'll be fine. It'll be great. (laughs) Okay.